0: I didn't even start rocking, seriously, until I was was like 23 years old. This
1: is The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We're back for another night. That's right, and
0: good news, I've started rocking a long time ago, way before 23. Yeah,
1: I've been rocking (laughs) since I was like four. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) We are here uh, for another great show, another great topic to discuss, a challenging topic for all of us Christians especially. And um, those Christians that maybe aren't doing what they should be, like me and Brent, and eating our Wheaties. It's like back... (laughs) We're going to be talking about
0: backsliding. We're not talking about slip and sliding on your back. That's not what we're going to be talking about this evening. That's
1: like, (laughs) yahoo! (laughs) It's like soap and like a hill. (laughs) With rocks and... Oh, slip and slides of death. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) But uh, we're going to be talking about backsliding, the topic of tonight trading glory for garbage taken from jeremiah so uh, we're going back into the ot tonight so stick around until 11 o'clock don't forget to check out our website www.thealterlife.com and now there's a new feature on our website really what is it you can actually stream our entire show if you go on to www.thealterlife.com catch back up with uh Whatever we talked about, and um, yeah, you, know, you can stay not up, up to date with the altar life. Like if
0: you had to be stuck in some really, you know, horrible family event or something. <laughs> 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 not that you have a horrible family, but you know, you just have. You were in some event, and you're like, "Oh man, I, I'm going to miss
1: the altar life." No fear. <laughs> the website is here, <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell people about it that don't even live in the area to get it on the radio station. They can get it online, and that's the way everything's going. That's true. I that's think that's the trend the trend and Alterlife's life's all about trends that's right so uh years later <laughs> yeah we're catching up very 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 slowly thanks for listening to our friends brent and jeff on the Ultra life they rock!
0: thank you for listening to the altar life with brent and jeff we've got lots of great music in store for you for the next two hours or a little bit less than two hours so keep it locked here on your favorite hope fm radio
1: station When we say keep it locked here, we mean it. That's right. Come on. Break off your radio knob and leave it on this station because you don't need anything else. Period. (laughs) I think you need some sort of code so that other people can't unless they know the secret code. Yeah. And then for this two hours, make sure you forget the secret code. We'd appreciate that. Yeah. Because if you forget it, then you can't change the radio station, which means we've accomplished everything we've wanted (laughs) is mind control. I mean, mean people (laughs) listening to our show and being blessed. That's what I meant. Yes, so hopefully. Looks like I forgot the secret code to my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Boom.
0: Wow, that was exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm spent. This I can see I can see every, I can see everybody just driving, changing their car direction to the store <laughs> to buy one of these non things things that don't exist to lock your radio dial. Anywho, we're gonna be in Jeremiah a little bit this evening. Jeremiah, a cool book. He was called the weeping prophet, and. um
1: Ooh, 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 I want to be the weeping prophet.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not a glorious uh, title, you know, living your life and then being known for somebody who cried a lot um, and weeped over the sins of Israel. But um, he had a lot of stuff to say, a lot of, a lot of good stuff to say, given from the Lord to us. And um, he started off his whole, his whole book on this topic of backsliding because Israel was in that
1: state. That was my band, Situations Fatal. That's right, my band, the No Longer. Uh, We're going to continue on with our topic here. That wasn't your band. (laughs) Yes, it was. It was. No, honestly, people, it was. Yeah. (laughs) Don't believe me. Check it out for yourself. iTunes. Thealterlife.com. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, iTunes. Whatever. (laughs) But no longer. (laughs) And uh, guess what? What? You can send in your music, local artists, listen up. Doesn't mean we'll play it, because it might stink, just like (laughs) that last song. But hey... (laughs) We want to hear new music from you as long as it's edifying to Christians and glorifying God, of course. And maybe you'll get some radio play. That's right. Where else can you find an opportunity like that? Yeah, we're not soliciting. I guess we are. Um, <laughs> we're not going to pay you to play their song, play your song. No, nope. but hey, but then you can tell your friends, hey, listen, we're going to be on the air. Yeah, we'll let and you know on. when it's going to be yeah. on. We're not jerks. <laughs> we'll tell you. We'll let you know. Hey, guess what? Listen around oh, this time. Oh, you missed go. it. it was,
0: we played it four times in a row. Where were you?
1: <laughs> but it's only 7 o'clock. You got sure shirt in it yet. Oh, oh well. Anyway, <laughs> we should probably get going yeah. with this topic. So what is
0: backsliding, Jeff? I mean, we uh, we toss it around again. Another word we toss around in the yeah. Christian
1: circle. And, um, you know,
0: backslide. Oh, backslid. Say
1: know. that to a go up and walk up to somebody who's not a Christian or hasn't been church and say, backsliding. And see what they have to say about it. Because it's not or a like, word that we use. Are talking about like else? the moonwalk? <laughs> <laughs> that is backsliding. <laughs> 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 One foot at a time. Backwards. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Michael Jackson. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Brent's sorry. just like the dead uh, silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I can see Jeff safely. just had a mini party all to himself right there. <laughs> First time ever that I've been able to comment on Brent's physical uh, <laughs> physical movements, because he always talks about how animated I am. He's, he was stone-faced and just looked back and forth with his eyes, <laughs> like, totally like, what's going on? It was great. It's funny. Yeah. I never saw Jeff have a quite a party like that before. <laughs> I was a little
0: in shock. Party but anyway, Jeremiah knew all about backsliding because... He lived in a country, Israel, at that time, which was severely backslidden. And, um, you know, he walks and he he spends chapter after chapter describing their state. It was basically like a long State of the Union address (laughs) for the Israelites. And um, he started off by just saying, uh, communicating all the amazing things that God had done for them. And, um, you know, things like giving them a land that was flowing with milk and honey Um, fruit and goodness and bountiful, a bountiful country, it says. Um, And, you know, the fact that he brought them out of
1: Egypt and led them through the wilderness and supplied all their needs, all these amazing things. I like how she quotes the uh, story of the prodigal son at the end of that song, and that's, you know, a perfect example to Christians of backsliding, but... As Brent was talking about in Jeremiah, I'm going to let him continue since those songs interrupted him so rudely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Jeff pushed play and then I was still talking. Um, but anyway, um, you know it's
0: because I'm a blabbermouth. But Jeremiah was going on and again just talking about how amazing um, the Israelites had it and how the Lord had blessed them so much. And um, and then he says this amazing thing, which I thought was really cool. He said he kept he said it twice in a row, like in Jeremiah um, chapter two. He said. They walked after things that did not profit. And then later he says, They're a nation that changed its gods, which are truly not gods. But my people have changed their glory for what does not profit. And he's basically describing backsliding as people who know and have been blessed and have known the truth um, and have have been given amazing things through Christ, through Jesus. And um, they've walked away and pursued things that did not profit.
1: Yeah, I like how it's prophet, not the way Jeremiah was a prophet. Right? P H E T. It was prophet. F I T. Word. Good call. There was nothing. There was no benefit. It wasn't like they're like, "Hey, here's God, but over here is something even better." It wasn't even something better. He says right. they changed their glory. You know, their glory should have been in their Maker, in God, the one who gave them all these things that He lists. You know, in the beginning of the chapter, and what do they do? They do exactly what we do. And so we can't like you know disassociate ourselves from these people because we're the same in a lot of ways. They change their mind or they start pursuing things that are just empty, and they don't bring any real satisfaction. Yep. And that's classic. It's classic Christian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I'm sitting here reading this and going, not considering myself a backslidden Christian, but reading this going, well, I mean, how often do I do that where know, I've got this thing that I'm pursuing, and it's taking the place of my creator, the per- the, the real person I should be pursuing. And um, they were pursuing these things. but they, It's funny. God calls them gods, but then says, which are not gods. Of course, it's a low, lowercase g. It says, but they changed their gods, not to things that weren't gods, because there's only one true God, and um, and traded in amazing for pathetic. You yeah. know, in the title of our, our show tonight, Trading Glory for Garbage. You are listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Hi, I'm back. <laughs> Everyone applauded. Yep. All around the area, the listening area. That's right. Brent, did you have anything more that you would like to add?
1: <laughs> or do you want me to take over? Go
0: ahead, go ahead. I talked enough that last
1: segment. Well, I don't really have anything, so uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> we'll see you next time on The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I mean, backsliding, I'm sure. All of us have at least felt like we've been, we might not have actually been in you know a backslidden state, but we felt like we've gotten to that point. And um, you know, I mentioned before the story of the prodigal son, and that's just like everybody can read that story and be like, "That's me," and then you like start weeping, and you're like, "And God ran to me." And there's that old Christian song where it's like, "And he ran to me," <laughs> and you're like, Ugh, uh, and, "Like the tears are just flowing," and it's really good when you just feel. Because God, God wants us to see that in ourselves. He wants us to see how flawed we are so that we see how perfect he is. And Jeremiah actually talks about that. And he says that they make for themselves cisterns that don't even work to hold water. You are unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That's right. It's time for our unbelievable segment, people. But first, a little housekeeping. That was thrown away by Ian Clint. For those of you that wonder, I know you're all like, "What was that song?" I so need to buy that CD. <laughs> so anyway, we had mentioned earlier on, and it's so appropriate for this topic of backsliding, mm-hmm. um, Brent. Well, we were talking about those like summer games or those outdoor activities that when you have yeah. like no money, that's right. Like how can you a how can you have fun and b how can you do it with the most dangerous way possible? That's right. <laughs> <And> that's <what laughs> which we've all, all done. That's right. Which is kind of. A very good... It's like, <laughs> water parks were too expensive. You know,
0: we just, you know, can't go to do that every day, right? And even yeah, if you did, yeah. went one day of summer, that's great, but you just yeah. can't go do that every day. Yeah, that'd be really it yeah, it's like it's like, like, boring. Yeah, I've already been down that slide like 20 like, million pass. times.
1: It's like old school. Right. But it's a great parallel to what we're talking about, though. Like, how can we have fun and do it the most dangerous way possible? Backsliding. That's right. But anyway, we're talking about... <laughs> This is supposed to be a lighter segment.
0: <laughs> we we're talking about slip and slides. Yeah, that's right. You lay down this. Basically, you lay down this piece of plastic in your yard, and hopefully, there's a little bit of a hill, or else yeah. it's a really long slide because you're gonna. <laughs> you just gonna be a lot of energy that you're gonna have to do. It's just like crawling <laughs> down a wet piece of tarp. You're like right, so. This is fun. Basically, you lay it down. You get it all wet. And like slippery with soap or whatever You know, dishwashing detergent So you smell like, you know Vegetable Lemon oil. <laughs> after you're done
1: mm, Lemon fresh
0: And don't be fooled You won't be clean when it's all over <laughs> oh. Just because you're using soap and water <laughs> Does not
1: mean you're going to be clean It is good though Because you, you get a lot of open wounds <laughs> I've noticed when you do this But then it's clean as soon as you do it. That's right. No infection. Salt water
0: right on the open Maybe that's why you (laughs) use soap, so you don't get an infection from the nest. Okay, so why do you get hurt? Well, (laughs) it's obvious. You're running and diving into your yard, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And the only thing protecting you from whatever's underneath, grass,
1: sharp objects like rocks and (laughs) lawn darts (laughs) that you forgot to pick up, Yeah, that you didn't tell people you were going to be sliding and they're playing lawn darts, (laughs) it's just like,
0: oh. So here you go. If you're picturing it with me, you're running full force, dive, face first on your stomach or your back if you're backsliding, (laughs) (laughs) on this plastic to hope to go and slide to the end. And then, of course, you know, there's a rock. (laughs) <laughs> you know, halfway down, that you know's coming, and you brace yourself, but it just hurts. Oh. And then over, and then it, you run out of slide. So what happens is you slide and you slide right into the grass, and of course,
1: <laughs> grass burn, grass yeah. burn. Or you didn't moisten the tarp enough, right. and you get tarp burn. That's, That's even right. worse. Heart burn. <laughs> it's oh, like heart burn, but worse. <laughs> that was believable picnic wasted. That was a nineties flashback, and that countered our unbelievable because this is very believable. But I noticed that at picnics, a lot of times that's where slip and slides break out. It's like, yeah, slip and slide time. You're like wearing like jean shorts, <laughs> and it's like, you're like totally. I wasn't prepared. I was not prepared. You have
0: your high top sneakers on with your tube socks. Wait, that was maybe when I was growing up. Yeah. Did you ever go
1: swimming in like socks? Ugh, that's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst. I used to do. I used to like go in like showers and stuff at like pic- picnic grounds with like your socks on because you didn't want to like pick up the germs and grossness anyway now that's disgusting Thinking but grossness um, but that's true because what we had mentioned before was about Jesus said uh, Jesus you know Jesus wasn't in the physical form yet but the Lord said that my people have committed two evils they've forsaken me the fountain of living waters and hewn for themselves cisterns broken cisterns that can't hold water so kind of a a crude picture of it but that gross water that is full of bacteria and stuff that's what that's all that's out there when you go and trade God's glory for garbage and that's the problem is that we're always looking for something and if we found the one we're not happy with that and that's what we're talking about tonight backsliding trading glory for garbage yeah plum actually sings a song about having a god-shaped hole you know we all have this
0: thing that we're craving and um, our flesh needs, we were created for worship. We were created to have a relationship with God. And so that's what we're craving. And, um, you know, as Christians, you know, we've already experienced that. We know who that is. It's Jesus Christ. The light has been shown in our hearts. And the thing that makes a backslidden Christian so dangerous, basically, and it makes it worse than even if you were just a heathen, is the fact that we already know the truth. But when we backslide as Christians and, and when we go through those times where we're deny, almost denying Christ and what he's done for us and pursuing other little gods, you know, little G gods, um, we're, we're it's almost worse because we know better, you know. But to compensate for what we know when we're pursuing those other things, we try to paint, we paint with a paintbrush and we make it look so great, the sin and the stuff that we're involved in, so that it makes us feel a little better and we can kind of play the game with everyone around us. And um, that's a backslidden Christian, you know, as somebody who's playing the game and um, has denied the good things for the things that do not profit.
1: Yeah, I mean, Paul warns in, in his epistles, like when he, the part where he says, you know, when I tell you not to associate with like the wicked and the immoral and their you know, sexual idolaters and all that stuff, I'm telling you that not because the world has those people. Like if I, if I was to tell you to stay away from those people, then you'd have to leave the world. He warns specifically against believers that are associating with those things because he says, you know, I can't judge the people that are on the outside. God judges those people. They're the ones that they don't, you know, they have the excuse of saying, well, you know, I don't claim Christ. I don't know any better. This is all I know. But it's the people that are on the inside and they're looking outside. You know what I mean? Like that's where it gets dangerous when you're already in and you start looking out the windows or looking to something else because you're not satisfied. You start looking at the Broadway when you're on right. the narrow way. And it starts to be, oh, that's like the cool thing, man. Like, that's great. That's what Paul warns us. That's what Christ warns us about is the people, just like the Pharisees, that they know the truth and they're right. willingly going out against it. And that's so dangerous. And I just think about the times of my life where I've been like, God, I know this is wrong, but I want it anyway. And you just go and, and God is gracious. He lets us experience those things. Because he wants us to see how empty we're going to be. Yeah. When you know, with the prodigal son, it says he would willingly he was he would be glad to fill himself on the pods that the swine ate. That's where we end up. That's the garbage. Like Brent, so, you know, perfectly put, trading glory for garbage. Like it looked all cool. I'm going to go and get my inheritance. I'm going to party it up. And what ends up happening is you are empty because what you go and try to find for yourself doesn't satisfy, and what you are trying to satisfy you with is pig food, <laughs> period. And that's what
0: Jeremiah said, you know, in that in that section that Jeff talked about earlier where it says, you know, they started drinking from a fountain that wasn't living water. They started drinking that nasty water and they were hewing for themselves cisterns, broken pots to try to capture the water in when they could have just gotten the pots from from Christ. You know, yeah. they were substituting that garbage for glory and, you know, that's something that we're going to continue on because there's hope out of that and so the rest of the show I think I want to move into that hope
1: The Altar Life Music true, Real Period That was Nevertheless It's Me Before that you heard Lover which is a great picture uh, of the book of Hosea that song and how we are like those that lover that is constantly looking for someone else to love and, and God is there and gracious and willing to accept us and make us whole and uh, we've been talking about that you know how we as humans go and look for the wrong things and actually in Jeremiah 3 it talks about you know if a man divorces his wife and she goes from him and becomes another man's may she return to him again like if, if someone leaves us in a, ro- a romantic relationship those it's like severed completely and God it says you know yet return to me like I'm willing I'm I have so much more love that's like so much better than any human love because when you mess up you can return to me and i will accept you and that's the fear that we have when we are we are backslidden is that god's not going to ever come and get us back where he doesn't want us back because we messed up and you know the hope is is that god's there for us god is
0: full of hope full of love and it's just a, it's just a cool topic you know let's keep focusing on that this evening and um you know trying to paint it in a way that makes it makes sense like And makes us make, you know, think about it and go, well, it doesn't make actually sense to be backslidden because of, (laughs) you know, it's like when you really sit down and think about it through the the view of God's word and not based through the deception that the enemy throws at us to make us seem like, you know, when we pursue that garbage stuff, you know, that it's going to be good because that's the enemy. The enemy's whole trick in life is for Christians is to derail Christians by holding up things of the world and saying this is so much better than what you have. And that's what it's been since the, since
1: the garden, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's the, that's <laughs> his number one ploy. I mean, you said it perfectly. Like we don't think it's garbage. That's why we go after it. Like if we knew it was like, ooh, here's some corn on the cob, cobs, you know, that's <laughs> already been eaten. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Mm. Here's like an empty can of pork and beans that just has a little bit left on the lid with maggots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But we don't look at it. Yeah, we don't see it that way. That's why it's so deceptive. That's why we need the truth, because when we have God, and that's what's so scary about Christians is that they know the truth. They know that those things that God has warned us against. You know, we talk about unbelievers all the time, like, well, you know, they're out there sinning. But what happens when you know the truth and you can compare it and you can say, well, you know what, God... The devil's offered me this, and it's good, and I want it. You know, and the Bible even says that sin is pleasurable for a season. But look at the prodigal son. I'm sure he was having fun for most of the time, but then a famine came in the land. He had no money, nothing, and he's eating with pigs, and he, and he was glad about that. And he's like, you know what? This is ridiculous. He finally came to his senses, and that's what a lot of us need to do. We need to come to our senses because God is there. He's waiting for us to turn around. You know, it's not like he's like, oh, there goes that guy, yeah. um, but you know. He left me. I'm gonna stand here and you know with my arms crossed. No, it says that the father in that story was like watching the horizon, and as soon as he saw his son, he went running to him. And that's what God is gonna come. You know, as the shepherd, he's a good shepherd. He's gonna come and find that sheep that is lost. So if you're lost, allow God to find you. That's this next song is about seven day Jesus. I will find you. So now that we're
0: all um, smart on what a backslidden Christian is. <laughs> You know, I hope that, you know, even just for me as I'm sitting here talking about all this, you know, just applying it to my life. You know, we just apply the Word of God to our lives. And the Word of God, um, unless it's applied, it's just head knowledge, you know. But God wants it to be more than that. He wants us to own it for ourselves and to live it out. And um, the point here isn't to start feeling bad about how horrible we are. But the point about what we're talking about this evening is to just paint God in a light. That maybe he doesn't get paint before, you know. People think that God's this God who's got you know lightning bolts, fl- fl- light, excuse me, lightning bolts <laughs> flying out of his finger, um, and and the mean the mean God who's waiting for you to screw up so he can pulverize you. And his heart, I mean, you read through Jeremiah, and it's nothing like that. It's return, backslidden Israel. You know, I will not cause my anger to fall on you, for I am merciful. I mean, that's the verse in Jeremiah three you know i'm merciful god and i'm waiting for you to turn around and he gives this the path and he gives the um the formula for coming back to the lord and we're going to get into
1: that yeah the brent had you know what's the word i'm looking for hinted at i guess you would say the steps that we should take to come back to the lord like he had said that's such a cool verse because it's not like god's like here's how bad you are now find your way back to me like he gives us the steps and uh, he says, "Return, backsliding Israel. For I will not cause my anger to fall on you, for I am merciful. I will, rem- I will not remain angry forever." You know, a lot of times there's other verses like where David's like, "Well, you God, are you going to be angry forever, or you know, when is this going to pass, or whatever?" And God says, "I will not remain angry forever." Notice that though. It does show that God has anger, yeah. you know, and you think God's like, just because you haven't gotten the smackdown in your life that God's like fine with your backsliding. Well, yeah. And think about it, if you had a real uh, um, romantic relationship and someone betrayed you, you'd be angry too. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't really like be like, well, oh, God's supposed to be a God of love. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? A lot of times you need that jealous anger. And that's really what it is, is that God is a jealous God. And when he sees us going after things that he knows aren't going to satisfy, it's not like he's like, oh no, they found something better you know, they took their blinders off that I had on them. You know, a lot of people think that God, and that's the enemy's lie, obviously is, that God has these blinders and he doesn't want us to see that there's actually better stuff out there it's because he knows that the stuff isn't better it's out of love for yeah, us yeah exactly and uh you know because his ego was hurt yeah <laughs> that's a perfect way to put it that's what I think we picture almost like, that's God's, like, like oh, God's like God's mad at me you know like <laughs> I offended him it's I offended like, him because I felt please, something please if it. you
0: think you can offend God like that <laughs> then you don't have a good picture of who God is yeah he loves you and he's offended by the fact that you wouldn't offer the free gift that he's giving you
1: yeah the uh the one way he says he's like Only acknowledge your iniquity. That's all you have to do to return to God is say, yeah, I messed up. And God, I know that your mercies are waiting for me. I need to come back. And he says, return for I am married to you. And he's actually, it's cool because he says, you know, I will take you and I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. He's going to give you exactly what you need. He's going to bring people into your life that are going to direct you so that it doesn't happen again. You're going to understand You know, the gravity of, of, you know, walking away from the Lord so that it doesn't happen to you again. You know, we're here, we're doing our show, and we're getting rocked listening to ourselves talk because hopefully, you know, God is the one that's actually saying these words and and God's sharing things with us. So, you know, in our minds, you know, if this is the only thing that happens, is that we get fed success. (laughs) Uh, But uh, we wanted to let you know about an opportunity for you to actually spread the wealth. Um, the Altar Life is available online Check out our website www.thealtarlife.com And um, you know, we're going to be wrapping up this evening But if this has been
0: challenging you tonight And you've just been feeling like You know, I, I could put myself in that category Of being a backslidden Christian Or if you don't think you're backslidden And um, you know, maybe you're just thinking Man, I've been putting things above God In my own life And um, I've been really kind of living some sinful stuff And I'm really stuck in a pattern here um, if that's been speaking to you, remember these verses in Jeremiah, and let them sink in tonight. That that God is sitting there, and He's angry not with you, but He's angry about the fact that you're in this situation, and because He knows that there's something better that He's got in store for you. Um, later on in Jeremiah, He says to the, to the Israelites that I've got a plan to prosper you and to grow you, um, and to make you know, and to and to give you some success. He's got that plan for your life it's not about this dead end that you're in and um, all he wants you to do is come back and um and just acknowledge that you're sinning and that you need him um and he'd be willing to forgive you and he will be be willing to forgive you yeah. and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. that's what the bible says so um you can take that to the bank
1: yeah i mean we talked this whole night about how a lot of times we trade glory for garbage and, you know, we're sitting here, and we have all this garbage in our hands now. So what do we do with it? Well, we can bring it to the cross. We can dump it. And God is going to yep. give us back that glory. let trade garbage for glory. Yeah, that's right. We swip, We switch it around. And, and, and it even talks about that in Isaiah. And, um, you know, why don't you guys read your Bibles and get excited about what God's doing. But we're out of here. Until next week. Be cool, cats. Live for Christ.